Hello everybody, it's Tom Clendon here, your SBR online lecturer. But actually, on today's podcast, we're not talking about SBR, we're talking about APM. And that's why I've invited my colleague, Jeff Cordwell, to join me today. Hi, Jeff. Hello, Tom. Good to see you again. Yeah, and, and, and thank you for joining me today. So, Jeff, we've worked together in Kaplan. And um, but what I'd like you to do, first of all, is perhaps introduce yourself to uh, my audience, please. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm one of these very unusual people, I think, of, of always wanting to be an accountant. <laughs> when I was a, when I was a young boy uh, and, my, and my dad was very, very, very big in my life. He was keen on his cricket and. He loved his, his his pub games and loved his darts and all that sort of stuff. And, and and he's trying to guide me. And he said, be an accountant, Jeff. You've got a good head of numbers and there's plenty of money in it. And, and that, <laughs> when I was uh, when I was 16, 17, I, I decided, you know, to be an accountant. Well, you, took you, your, you took your father's advice. That's a, that's a good, good thing to do. I did. Yeah, it was very it was very big in my life, I, I think. And, and I therefore got a summer job. Um, as an accountant. So when seven, 16 and 17 years old, when everyone else is outside, there was a glorious summer, um, I remember, and everyone else is outside playing tennis. I was learning about trial balances and ETBs. And, and by the time I was 18, 19, I could knock out a full set of accounts. So I was, you know, I was very much made for this, made for this thing, I would fan say. Fan fa fantastic. And you, you've, you found yourself then uh, teaching APM. Now, when I was a student, when I was doing ACCA, APM didn't exist. So, so tell me about advanced performance management, Jeff. Yeah, it's, well, it's a really good question, that, because if, if you look back in the history of ACCA, it didn't exist for them either, did it? You know, so they, they had this thought that people ought to learn financial accounts, and that developed and didn't it into your SBR type paper. Not that I know much about that particular paper, I've <laughs> to add. Um, and, and they had this management accounting, which was con calculations of contribution and calculations of overhead, but all a bit disjointed. And then in around, um, oh, I don't know, 2007, they introduced the performance management syllabus. And of course, I was, as you know, as around at that time, I was the examiner for that paper. I wrote the syllabus. Um, and, and that where I got more and more interested, if you like, in what does all these numbers mean? You know, we're not looking backwards. And I always accuse the financial financial accountant people of looking backwards. We're we're driving the car forwards, Tom. <laughs> so so I was always very much more interested in sort of in that element. And of course, performance management is just making sure the car stays on the road. So that's what APM's about. Let's just make sure we're all going in the same direction, that we're not going to run out of petrol, that we're not going to get a flat tire and hit a tree. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the, the accounting qualification has certainly, I think, improved uh, from my day. And I do I do I do appreciate the way that ACCA has tried to future proof its qualification. You know, when I was a, when I was studying, we did bookkeeping after bookkeeping. There was there was a double AAP. There was too, too, too much number crunching going on. And now it's about running a business and. Um, understanding things and as you say trying trying to look forward even in SBR we do a little bit of uh, projection and interpretation going forward even in SBR but um, 
So it's an optional paper, isn't it, Jeff? Yeah, that's right. They've got they've got to do uh, four, two out of four, haven't they? And it's horses for courses, I think. You know, if someone's really good at mathematics, they can perhaps look at AFM. If people really like learning rules, they can they can look at tax. If they want to be an exciting person at parties, they can do audit and uh, assurance. <laughs> but if they want to manage a business and, and do something that's relevant to their everyday work, and I mean, because APM is massively relevant. Everyone has targets. Everyone has a reward system. Everybody gets involved in budgets, even though they might not actually prepare a budget. Everyone knows what a variance is or should know what a variance is. And, and so APM, I, I think it's a great paper because it's just so relevant. It's relevant to everybody. So that's why I, I, think, I think it's a great it's a great paper. And it's got a great examining team. I mean, I think they've really understood what the challenges are, you know, out there. Um, for the for the performance manager. So so you talk there about the examining team and 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 so you if I'm a student how do I how do I what challenges do I face in studying APM how do I how do I prepare for this how do I prepare for this exam? Yeah that's a really good question you know and I think it's different to with all respect to what you might do for SPR although you could tell us about that I suppose in a moment or what you might do might you do for tax i think with apm what you've got to do is adopt the right mindset right from the beginning the, the examiner has made it quite clear in these various articles and so forth that he, he thinks that accountants in industry aren't really doing quite what they should all the time that they stood still a bit too much and so they're using inappropriate reports that you might have been suitable five years ago but aren't suitable anymore they're doing a budget methodology that isn't up to date. So what he's doing, I think, in the exam is challenging uh, the student to say, look, here is a scenario. Here is um, a budgeting process or here is a report. Is this appropriate? So and that's, Tom, is the mindset that they, they, they need to have, that that challenging mindset is, is a pest analysis, an appropriate tool here. And if it's not, then you need to say so. So that, I think, is the big challenge to, to, to not to get too bogged down in learning stuff like they have to do for SBR. You need all the rules yeah, uh, or tax, but to, but to sort of recognize that the appropriateness. So when they're studying stuff right at the beginning, you know, adopt that, that, that attitude, adopt mm. that mental, mental picture of what's, of what's going on here. So you encourage your students to have a critical appreciation. You inc- you give your students the tools to solve problems. Is that is, is is that a fair summary? Well, yes, I think it is. I think it is. I think it's a, it's a very astute comment. I mean, it's, it's more than just what is a pest or what is five forces, because they'll learn that in SBL, won't they, for example. Um, but it's about when when should five forces be used or can five forces be used in in this scenario um and that that's important actually because we were talking before weren't we about what order of events should people study in mm. and and there's a bit of an overlap there between sbl and an apm and they're examined very differently and personally i think they should be doing apm the apm angle first and then the sbl angle afterwards certainly shouldn't study at the same time oh i always i always advise my students you know one exam at a time really is you know four exam sittings a year 
you don't want to fall between two stools. And I think, you know, my general advice also is, is often to leave SBL to the end as a little bit of a capstone because it's a bit of a, it, it has elements of ethics, it has elements of, of, of judgment. And being a four-hour exam, I think by leaving SBL to the end, students are going to be they're going to be wiser, they're going to be further on in their career, and they're going to be more used to the uh, ACCA practice platform in, and, and the way that they're going to manipulate and have to manage all of that data at SBL. And I know I've, I've spoken to Sean, and I know that, uh, you know, a lot of his students are doing SBL as their final, uh, as their final exam. So um, it's, it's going to help them with SBL, isn't it? You're doing your paper. I completely agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you know, SBL is as its own challenges, but 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 in APM, um, the output from SBL is part of the question. So the examiner will often give people what the strategy is going to be for the, for the business. What what is its mission statements? It might give them an outline of of political and economic pressures. And what it's interested in is how can we guide the business through this, given we've got a strategy. So it sort of takes away the strategic worry. And, and gives that as part of the question. And then we can go off with, with performance management about concentrate on delivery, where of course SBR might, you might say, what you're doing is then reporting on that. And the tax are taxing that, <laughs> yeah? And the financial managers are saying, well, how can we finance that? And you have to, you have to commend the ACCA for a rounded syllabus. You can see how the whole, all the individual bits and pieces fit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I like your analysis. I like your analysis there, Jeff. So, which of the which of the skills papers is most closely correlated to what your, uh, your you know, advanced performance management? Well, I suppose the obvious answer to that is the performance management paper, but actually, it might there might not be something that's that correlated. APM sits pretty much on its own. PM is about giving you the tools and techniques. So do you know what a contribution is? Do you know what the decision-making tools are? Yeah. Um, can, you, can, you, can you deal with overheads in a sensible fashion, you know, ABC and, and even traditional overheads? And APM is much more systematic. The budgeting system, the overhead system, what the conclusion, it's a much bigger picture. So what I'm always careful of when I create my courses is to make sure that anything that's examinable in PM um, that is also examinable in APM is covered within my courses. Oh, that's 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 good because I, I mean, I teaching SBR, a lot of my students come through from um, a degree and they haven't done the skills yeah. paper, and they're nervous. They 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 don't know what they don't know in terms of what they've done at FR. So it's really interesting and pleasing to hear you say that because I adopt the same approach in SBR in the sense that if it's relevant for SBR, even if they've been taught at FR, if it's relevant at SBR, I want to build that foundation. I want to make sure they've got that platform of understanding of the basics because there's no point in doing the fancy stuff and uh, unless they understand the basics. And you're obviously cut from the same cloth there. Oh, I completely agree with that. I mean, what you don't want someone to have to do is go off and buy themselves a PM textbook from somebody. And it doesn't matter how good the publisher is. It's going to be 400 pages of, of which 60 pages, 50 pages, 40 pages are relevant. And, you know, this is where you and I can add such great value. I mean, I, I don't, did you teach at the, at the lower papers? 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I've cut my teeth. Oh yeah, I've, I've, I've done them all. I've done them all, and I finally, finally settled on SBR after a yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad you've still got teeth, Tom. That's 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 <laughs> fun. that's fun. And I and I did exactly the same. I started off as the PM examiner. You know, not only you know, so I was a PM tutor and a PM examiner, and that barred me interestingly from teaching PM and APM while I was in that post. Um, and then when I left um, the examinership role, I came back and jumped into APM. So in 2010, 2011, with the with the new examiner um, at a, at APM. So absolutely, I cut, I, cut, I cut my teeth. So my job, I see partly my job is to relax my students a little bit, so they don't have to go off and worry about which bits of PM is are, are relevant. What do they need to know? Because I know what they need to yeah. know, and I. You know, you and I can probably save them hours and hours of work sure. by just saying, look, you need to know about this contribution thing. You must know that. Yeah. 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 I spend some time with, you know, sometimes with my students, I, I'm, I'm encouraging them and, and, and sometimes I'm reassuring them. It's uh, uh, there's an element of interaction there, isn't there, in our courses as to how we support our students. How have you found the um, on your courses? Uh, you're using WhatsApp on your courses. You're using the ACCA practice platform. How, how have your students found that experience, Jeff? Well, it's been it's been fantastic, I think, from from my perspective. And I hope, you know, from their perspective, they tell me they really appreciate WhatsApp. To me, WhatsApp is an absolute game changer. It's absolutely brilliant because of the interaction that you, you can you can have with people who are thinking about buying courses or think or, or support during the course is just fantastic. And I create little groups and I, I'm pretty sure you do. You do the same. And 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 therefore what I get them to try and do is, is use the use the group to pose their questions. So you, you often finish up then, therefore, learning a lot more from the questions of others. Um, apart from your own questions so even today I, you know I, I've got one of my students I, I suppose I shouldn't name her publicly <laughs> but one of my students is asking questions and I'm you know I'm answering them on the whatsapp page and I'm put, putting up voice messages as well which is pretty good and everyone's everyone's commenting everyone's oh that's, that's interesting I'd, I'd miss that I'd miss that point when I did that question or I'd miss that point when I read I watched that watch that video um, so I think that's been a real game changer. And of course, we both use TestReach. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't really understand why some of uh, the other learning providers don't go with the ACCA's practice platform, because, you know, being able to set our mock exams on the ACCA practice platform through FME prepares our students, I think, in the best possible way. Um, and it, it's, it's a great it's a great opportunity and it's a great opportunity for them. Yeah, because, of course, we've, we've gone through 2020 and we're now at the recording of this conversation. You know, we were, we're now in 2021 and remote invigilations become a thing. And there's no question about it. If you speak to students towards the end of 2020, they were very, very, very worried, um, not just about CBE, but more specifically about the remote invigilation element of that. And, and I think that the work that. Um, we've done at FME has I think led the way a little bit in, in, in that regard, you know, in that we all our mock exams are on the practice platform. There is guidance as to how you might conduct yourself when you can't use paper. Mm. It's a big, it's a very, very big thing. I understand mm. why the ACC have, have done that because 
obviously there's a, there's a, there's a security thing. How, how can you tell if someone's writing down or whether or they're really pretending to write down and what they're really doing is reading the notes? I mean, I completely understand that, but it's beholden, I think, on the tutors to grasp this nettle and, and try and explain how you might and how you might do that. So just like you, I've you know, invested heavily in producing exams on test reach and producing guidance on how you might actually conduct yourself during a remote examination. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Good, Jeff. So um, that's been a very interesting conversation. And uh, can you just, can I leave you with, can I leave you with one last question, which is, can you tell me again why you love this paper so much? <laughs> I love it because because it's it's relevant because it's it's interesting and because it makes you a I don't know it makes you the accountant that I set off to be when I was 17 right because fairly early on in my study of accounting if you like I didn't really take to the historic reporting side I, I really embraced the idea gosh you know these calculations mean you know, I can make more beans and somebody else, Tom, can count the beans and somebody else can tax the beans uh, and raise finance for the beans. But but what APM's about is making more beans. And, and that, in the end, is what's important in, in, in the finance world. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much, Jeff. And, uh, you know, uh, if you want to uh, get in contact with Jeff, he's easy to find, jeffcorbwell.co.uk is the man for APM. And thank you very much for listening today. Bye-bye, Jeff. Okay. Well, thanks very much, Tom. And it's jeffcordwell.com. Dot com. <laughs> Dot com. Dot com. I am truly an international. Fantastic. Okay. Thank thanks you. very much, Tom. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.